Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. And I think that that's the really important part here, that when we lean into who we are genuinely and authentically, we will push some people away, the people that aren't meant for us, and we will attract those people that do want to be part of our world. And I think that's really important. And just be really authentic. Just give yourself unashamed permission to say what you really want to say and then making sure that we deliver authentically and solve the people's problems that we're connecting with. My name is Samantha Riley and this is the podcast for experts who want to be the unapologetic leader in their industry. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life, inside and out. It's time to take your influence, income and impact to the level you know you're capable of. Are you ready to make a bigger difference and scale up? This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your co-host for today, Samantha Riley, and joined for another Thursday with my partner in podcasting, Tim Hyde. How are you today, Tim? I thought you were about to say partner in crime there, Sam. I was, but I had to think really fast on the move then. <laughs> that was like, oh, I'm not sure what to call you here. But okay, I'm here. I'm back. <laughs> yes, we're back for another week. I'm back. I've got my gong. I've got my gong happening. I don't have any other sound effects going on other than maybe I can bang a pencil on a glass or something. But we're going to talk about some trends. Yes. Some marketing you know. trends or marketing predictions for 2023. A month into the year already, we're seeing some things emerge, continue to emerge and dominate certainly my social media feed. I hope my social media feed does not resemble what everybody else's does because I pity that person. <laughs> you know that it's all an algorithm and you've trained it to serve that yeah, up to you, Tim. God, Maybe you should... Uh, start watching more cat memes. Engage with some different posts if you're not enjoying your feed so much. Well, I can't now because, because that's the only stuff that's getting sent to me. <laughs> all you got to do is do some uh, funny searches or talk about some different things. I know that over the Christmas break we were having a bit of a laugh. I had my daughter and future son-in-law up to stay with us over the new year period and we all had our phones there and we were talking about I think four-wheel driving or, or whatever and we all picked up our phones and all of the ads in all of our feeds were what we'd been talking about so all you need to do is have a conversation with your phone close by and you can get that sorted out. Oh that's right that's absolutely true ironically I was doing the same thing I have a new client who manufactures watches mm -hmm. and was using that as an example. And we were talking pre-Christmas, actually, about doing a, a bundle of watches. And I mentioned that years and years ago, I bought a Longines watch. Mm -hmm. And this is going well back. This is when Sale of the Century used to give away Longines watches. Uh-huh. Remember that, Sale of the Century? Sale of God, the that. Century and Delvin Delaney. A, <laughs> that was in that 80s show, that Tady Barber, that should never have come back and probably didn't. <laughs> 
Anyway, so I had a long, you know, this long jeans watch that I was talking about as an example of, of, of pricing and positioning in the market. And then sure enough, like the very next day in my newsfeed is an ad for, you know, his and hers long jean watches, which was ironic. Right? So you just have to talk about it. But my certainly my newsfeed at the moment is chock full of one thing in particular, and that is AI and chat GPT. Mm-hmm. That has to be prediction number one, that if you haven't seen it yet, it will take over your newsfeed. Absolutely. Well, AI or artificial intelligence has been around for years and years and years. This is the way that a lot of newspapers around the world already have been creating their content for quite a while. But now there's this, and you would have to be in a cave to have not heard about it, but ChatGPT has come onto the scene. It's a free platform. You know, we do have this amazing tool at our fingertips, but I think it's really important to note that artificial intelligence isn't going to solve all your problems overnight. And the reason is, is shit in, shit out. Or the opposite, which is if you put some really great, you know, if you know your market really, really well and you give it some great things to spit out, you'll get some great things back. So you still need to be an expert in what you're doing to get great content coming back out at you. Yeah, absolutely. If you ask the wrong question, it's not going to give you anything particularly useful. And even then, the stuff that I've seen come out of it, whilst it's quite good, it's, I guess, taking you know this machine learning sort of stuff and the content generators that have been out for a couple of years to that, that little bit of a next level in terms of I guess, creating more emotive content. Mm-hmm. But I still, for me, find it a little bit robotic. So I think it's a fantastic tool. If you're struggling to create content, if you don't have that skill set in your wheelhouse, you know, use it to get 80 85% of the way and then polish it from there. But I, I do think it still needs a lot of polish to basically create your unique voice, not the mm-hmm. robot's unique voice. And that's really important to note is that for us to be the experts or to show up in with our point of difference, we need to make sure that our content is still coming out with that point of difference. So I agree that ChatGPT is a great way to maybe give you some prompts to create content, but I wouldn't be using it as it is. I would definitely be giving it a bit of a zhuzh, putting your own voice into it. But I have had a play and I'm actually pretty impressed with what it does spit out from other AI platforms that I've used in the last couple of years, which were woeful. (laughs) But we've all got to remember that really that this is still in beta. And the reason it is, is because while we're asking it questions, it is collecting data to take that artificial intelligence to the next level. That's absolutely true. And yeah, I think this, right, we're up to chat GPT-3. Just wait till we get to chat GPT-40 and maybe you won't know the difference about who you're talking to. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be interesting. But But an adaption also I think that we as consumers will need to, we'll we'll have to get used to as well. Yeah. Look, I like it. It's not going anywhere. I think that there's certainly, you know, it's a different skill set. Instead of creating content now, the skill set is going to switch to how can you give it the best prompts possible? Yep, yep, absolutely. But definitely put that one on your radar if you have not already done so, right? A space to watch 
definitely, and some opportunities to really create some leverage. Mm, totally. In your content creation. Now, speaking of content creation, prediction number two, short form video. Absolutely. Now, this is a continuation pretty much of 2022, isn't it, right? With TikTok and really and everything in that space. Yep. Short form video, pretty powerful. Absolutely. I think that as content creators, what we really need to think about is how we're going to create this short form video without spending all of our days creating it. And I think that we still need to think about creating our short form content from long form. Otherwise, we're going to be creating content all day, every day. Yeah, I think this is where things like podcasts and and interviews and even when you're on Zoom or Google Meets or something with a client, recording those things and using those as the basis for your shorter form content, Mm -hmm. um, really powerful. But thinking, you know, that might be the way we created it, but it's not the way people consume it. Mm -hmm. People are consuming the short form content as a basis to get into your long form content, not the way around. So we need to look at how people are coming into our world, but also how we can creating that content to go to those people. So don't think you need to be creating short form content separately to your long form content. Yeah, totally. Some of it you do, some of it you will, but how can you create more by using what you've already got? I know that Leon is having a play around over the Christmas break and pulled a whole heap of short form. I run trainings every single week to my group program, the Experts Collective, and he was pulling out 90 second clips from that. And I was actually, even though I deliver the content or the trainings every week, I was surprised at what he was pulling out. I'm like, wow, I did not think about using my group trainings because, you know, my group trainings go for an hour and he, he was pulling out these 90 second clips and they were, they were super powerful. And, you know, if I was looking at it, I thought, well, I actually said some really smart stuff there. I'm really interested yep. to know more. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Kerr and Ray do that very effectively because yep. he's, you know, on stage regularly with these big events and he'll get a question from the audience and they'll chop that out and they'll make that little sound bites that are getting Instagram runs and, yeah. and stuff like that. So Totally. Take a look at it, right? So you'll see people doing this sort of stuff. I think that'll be a trend that continues, particularly through TikTok and Instagram and even Facebook Reels, mm. the Facebook stories that are, that are I think, becoming an increasingly important means of getting your message in front of people. Right? Absolutely. But definitely think infotainment mm-hmm. if you're doing this, right? If it's not entertaining, people will not watch it and they won't follow you. 100%. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And taking that content onto the next level, the third thing that we see as a prediction for 2023 is more I'm going to say authentic content, but more real content. Like, you know, we saw in the last year a lot of movement away from bright, shiny, you know, perfect kind of influences. And obviously we're talking about people in business and marketing. We're not talking about fitness influences. That's a completely different subject. But, you know, we don't want to see people that are in a, that have hired a, you know, a Lamborghini for the day and have a a fake Rolex watch on. We just don't want to see that anymore. We want to see the real person. We want to connect with them and know that they are going through or at least understand, you know, what we're going through and and what we're dealing with in our life. We want to know that people can relate. Well, it's almost as genuine, genuinely authentic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and we don't have to have this super polished brand. I think, you know, Alex Hormozzi is one that does this particularly well. Oh, with his shorts and his Crocs and his socks. A ton of videos, you know, but he'll Crocs and socks and, a, you know, shorts and a, a singlet and a hat, right? Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not real polished, but he'll just get on and talk about different stuff, right? But it's the message and the way he delivers that that actually really connects with people and that becomes mm-hmm. that become what his brand is. If I suddenly saw Alex Hormozzi wearing a suit, I'd be like, what's going on? Are you going to court? Are you in trouble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so we've seen a lot of that, right? Even, dare I mention the name, Andrew Tate, with all the controversy that he managed to cause over the latter part of 2022, whether you agree with him or not, actually sort of took this, I'm just going to say whatever shit that comes out of my mouth and I'm going to attract attention with that. Sometimes it's very, very controversial and sometimes you go, eh, maybe, but... I think we've started to see that influence and the ability for people to create an audience and message be a little bit more comfortable with just being actually genuine to who they are, Mm. Mm -hmm. right? Without necessarily having to completely rock the boat or be completely polished, people are starting to find this happy medium because we are seeing these, these polar opposites and, you know, you can do this middle ground and be actually okay with it. It's really interesting you brought up that person and I'm not going to say his name again because he's someone that I do not agree with ever. So I'll just say that you might agree with him a little bit, Tim. I just totally don't. don't. (laughs) But what's really interesting about this is only just a couple of hours ago, Leon and I were talking about this while we were training. We're at the gym and we were training and I was talking about, you know, we were talking about that person and we were talking about freedom of speech. And I think that the point that I would like to draw from this part of the conversation is that when we are talking authentically and talking about what we really believe in and talking from our values, talking from our passions, all of those things, we're going to attract the people towards us that are sort of in agreement or have the same beliefs or similar beliefs, not the same beliefs. And we're going to push away the people that don't. And I think that that's the really important part here, that when we lean into who we are genuinely and authentically, we will push some people away, the people that aren't meant for us, and we will attract those people that do want to be part of our world. And I think that's really important. Yeah, I think there is. And that, you know, in terms of trend is what we'll see. We've seen some people come out of the woodwork who have done that polarisation, but that's almost given everyone else permission in some ways to actually be more authentic and we'll see more of that coming out this year. I think people sort of going, you know, I don't really care if I offend a couple of people, mm-hmm. right? I just want to connect with my people in a way that's genuine, authentic to me. And, you know, that's certainly a trend I think we'll see continue into 2023 and beyond. Absolutely. And you're right, we're seeing those, you know, Ben Shapiro is another one. He's absolutely, this is what I believe in and you can't change my mind. And I think that gives us, not that we needed permission, but it does give us permission to go, all right, this is exactly what we believe in. Well, we are. We are, we are seeing all sorts of places, right? You know, Elon Musk has managed to put his foot in it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, there's, there's people out there who kind of almost giving us permission to do it as well. And I think that, that if you're listening and you feel like you need the permission to be okay with publicly saying what you've always believed, this is it. This is your permission slip to lean in to who you are and what you believe in and share that because there'll be someone else somewhere in the world that needs to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. I actually think that you'll feel better about it as well because you'll 
surround yourself with, with people who kind of agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I think it's probably, you know, that's probably the three trends. Let's just re- quickly recap those. <laughs> it is definitely the year of AI. We will see a lot more of that. Short form content, right? So get on TikTok, get on your reels, get on your Facebook and Instagram stories and so on. Is it Instagram reels, Facebook stories? Yep. I can never remember which way it goes. And just with that, it's TikTok, not TikTok, just in case TikTok, anyone's listening and like, Tim, what was that? TikTok. <laughs> What's this I do TikTok know what TikTok is. To? I'm not that much of a Luddite, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so TikTok. Right, get on all those three. Short with your short form video, right? Actually, I think just on that one, just take a real good look at what videos attract your attention on those channels. Mm. Right? Success leaves clues. Yeah, so, there's YouTube Shorts too there that we didn't mention, and that's really important. That's another one that's really taking off. Again, but that short form content as well. Yep. All right, and just be really authentic. Just give yourself unashamed permission to. Say what you really want to say. And be real. Be real. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think the caveat. Mm. Let's throw a caveat out here that as much as these are marketing trends, right, they are largely bright, shiny objects and there's some still some fundamentals that exist no matter what bright, shiny object you feel you need to be distracted with this particular month. And they are that we still need to make sure that we connect with the right audience. Mm -hmm. We need to deeply understand the pain point that our customer is prepared to spend money to fix. We need to connect with those people wherever they happen to be in large numbers, wherever they congregate. We need to deepen the relationship with them through whatever means, whether it's through content or conversation. We need to see if they're the good fit by making an offer at the right time and making the right offer at the right time. We talked about that last week, Sam. Mm-hmm. the one thing, right? and then making sure that we deliver authentically and solve the people's problems that, you know, that we're connecting with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Could not agree more. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please join us over in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers Facebook group where we continue these conversations and really add to them. Like, let's take this to the next level answer any questions that you might have that have come up from this conversation. Please share this episode with someone that you think would get value from this. If you share it on your Instagram stories, please tag both Tim and I so we can share it with our audience at the Sam Riley and at win more clients so that we can see what you really loved about this episode. Tim, thanks for hanging out with me here again for another week. Been Awesome, Sam. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening. We will catch you next week on another episode of Influence by Design. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.